The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. I'm going out with the girls this weekend. Nails, done. Outfit, stunner. And my skin? I know it's going to be glowing because I glammed up my shower routine with new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash. It smells so luxurious and deeply moisturizes with its super rich, creamy lather that's bursting with vitamin B3 complex. So my skin glows and my confidence grows. Try new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash for glowing skin in just 14 days. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to It Could Happen Here, the podcast that's increasingly about things that are actually kind of already happening. Um, and today it's going to be it's going to be one of those. We're talking about in the kind of uh, the uptick in rhetoric around queer exterminationism that's happened. Uh, most of the stuff is what this is is discussions and legislative proposal and rhetoric that was really kicked off last month uh, during Pride Month, specifically because of uh, the Roe v. Wade ruling that really opened the door on a few not good possibilities. Um, but because we're going to be talking about some more grim stuff today, we're going we're gonna to open with something slightly more funny. Um, and that's friend of the pod, uh, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. Um, now, w- with me today is, is Chris and James. Greetings. Hi. So, Peterson, he got he got really mad at Elliot Page, um, and now does not really have a Twitter account, <laughs> and it's pretty funny. Uh, and a few days after he was banned for continuing to misgender Elliot Page, he released a video that can only be described as a supervillain monologue, um... As as a part of his new partnership with Daily Wire Plus, the hit new streaming service, um, and just because I think it's funny, we're just gonna we're just gonna play a few clips of of this of this evil supervillain monologue because it's really funny, and then it'll circle back to kind of our topic towards the end. So, ah. Uh, Speaking, speaking of friend of the pod, Peterson. Here's here's our here's our one of the clips that you've probably already heard if you're if you're terminally online, but it's incredibly funny. If I am required to acknowledge that my tweet violated the Twitter rules, what rules, you sons of bitches? Ah, good old good old Peterson. You know the the, the thing I've always been sort of like that clip in particular is like. I, I don't know if, if I was trying, I don't know if I could emulate just this, it, it sounding like you've edited together 16 clips of yourself. I know, right? My tweet violated 
the Twitter rules. It's like it's his speech pattern is so bizarre. <laughs> and also like in the in it's, the video was like nine minutes long. Like preceding that line, he explained what rule he broke around misgendering and harassment. <laughs> so like he exp he explained the exact rule. Ah, <laughs> uh, but we always get more Peterson if you ask for it. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. Ah, <laughs> oh, extremely <laughs> funny. Uh, he's oh. actually sneering as well. If you watch the video, like his oh, whole yeah. face just yeah, he's yeah. he is he's he is going all in on the bit. He's doing like Ozymandias but hammed up. It's it's frankly impressive. This is this one's also also a decent one. I am employing this awkward and impossible naming style because it is now apparently mandatory and am probably doing it wrong nonetheless, as you're doing it wrong is the whole point of what has been made mandatory. But also, I'm trying to make a point. I've essentially been banned from Twitter as a consequence. I say banned, although technically I have been suspended. But the suspension will not be lifted unless I delete the hateful tweet in question and I would rather die than do that. I <laughs> <laughs> would rather die. Uh. That means that you have a healthy relationship to the platform of Twitter. Um, there's also yeah. this, this great clip of him talking about how, like, I'm actually happy how my Twitter account is gone now. Twitter is insignificant in the final analysis. And you're like, what the fuck does that mean? What, what, fi what final analysis are you talking about? What do you, what do you mean? The final analysis? Analysis of what? Do, like, what is... Oh, oh, it's, it's pretty funny. There's... There's two more clips from this rant that I want to do, which kind of are going to get more to the heart of our issue today. Um, great. They're, they're not great. They actually are kind of, they kind of suck. Uh, so without further ado, here's our good doctor friend. And finally, with regard to the final phrase, criminal physician, I must say that I've had some post-coital, so to speak, regrets about that phrase. It is clearly the case that the surgical operation performed by the butchers who butchered Elliot slash Ellen was legal. So, was it criminal or not? Were the operations undertaken by the fascist physicians who carried out the Nazi medical experiments legal? Yes, under the laws of the time. But were they criminal? I'll leave that question up to you to answer. So that's pretty gross for a lot of reasons. Um, one, the kind of historical context of using Nazis to compare to your own uh, transphobia is a little dicey when you consider how what the Nazis did to trans people and to like yep. <laughs> queer books. Like, it's, yeah, he's advocating for the Nazi position here. Yeah, was yeah, great like, stuff. There's been so many bans on queer books this. Like just in the past two years, uh, the the Library Association tracked almost sixteen hundred books that were challenged in twenty twenty one, the highest number since the organization began tracking book bans in the past twenty years. So, talk talking about like the Nazi scientists, they're like you, like you have his 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 historical context of obviously is incredibly lacking, or he's just a or he's just a grifter. I think honestly, he's just kind of. I think he's just kind of lost it. I, I think, I don't even think he's fully a grifter. I think he's just kind of not understanding what's going on anymore. Because um, you can watch like interviews and stuff where pe people can try to use reasoning and logic with him. And you can watch his brain start to process it. But it's just like, otherwise, he just doesn't think in any sort of logical manner or put his words or his like stream of consciousness into any historical context he just says what he wants and he's used to people just taking that as a fact um he's used to like regurgitating bad joseph campbell and people being like oh yeah you sound smart would no he's actually not he's <laughs> um but man it's it's yeah the the whole germany nazi scientist experimentation thing is incredibly incredibly frustrating um 
I I don't even know what else to like say about uh, say about that because I mean there, even that that line you could focus on for a while be like compare how like the history of medical documentation of like transness and the Nazis how that's like such a big thing is that the Nazis destroyed so much medical research on gender transitions losing like like decades and decades of research that we're only now starting to regain. Incred incredibly gross, but there's this one, one, one last, one last clip I wanted to play of 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 our of, of our good doctor. And are we degenerate in a profoundly threatening manner? I think the answer to that may well be yes. So that's not great. <laughs> he really is like just advocating for the Nazi position I, at every yes. turn. Like yes, he's just continuing to advocate for fascistic reasoning of fascistic views of decadence and degeneracy in so much as it is a threat to civilization and a threat to Western society. And then he goes on in this clip to justify Russia's invasion of Ukraine because the U.S. is helping Ukraine, which makes Ukraine degenerate by proxy. So Russia's doing a war on degeneracy. And that's like, that's his argument. It's like, that's his level of logical reasoning. Yeah. yeah, which which is funny because it's like if, if you've ever heard any of the like radio because every once in a while there'll, there'll be radio clips of just like Ukrainian and Russian soldiers yelling at each other and it's just both of them calling each other gay over and over again and it's just like really <laughs> like Jesus this is, this is, uh, we should no, one bring, side is woke bring back that level of discourse to America. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will come back to talk about our other really close friend of the pod, uh, Matthew Walsh. So stay, stay tuned for that. Oh, God. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Okay, I have I have one question for everyone here. Um, what, what's how how woman? What what is what is that? Featherless biped. 
Okay, great. <laughs> Behold, a woman. <laughs> um, so, what are we talking about, Matt Walsh? Um, obviously, last month he released uh, a pretty poorly made transphobic documentary that was basically just clips of him getting owned by like actual doctors uh, for not understanding like basic ontology and medical reasoning. Um, the documentary was just. Uh, uh, other friend of the pod, J.K. Rowling, just expressed support for the documentary. So yeah, if that's if, if that's not an indicator that like turfism is just like a direct preamble to open fascism, I don't know what is. Because I mean, Matt Matt Walsh jokingly describes himself as a fascist, but that's because his 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 beliefs actually are fascistic. Like he said, it's one of those jokes that only is funny because everyone agrees on the central premise. Like it's it's that it's that it's that type of humor. Um, so like. J.K. Rowling just endorsing an open fascist. <laughs> so, the, the, I'm not going to talk about the documentary in depth here because it's not that good and it doesn't really make any points that need to be refuted. It it, it talks about how like it talks about how like uh, how uh, puberty blockers are um, sterilization uh, uh, drugs, which is 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 not the case long term. When you're on them, yes, you cannot you cannot do that because it's obviously inhibiting your your uh, hormones but once you go off puberty blockers you can procreate again um which which also i i, I just i just want to take a second here to, to look at this position which is that okay so puberty blockers are sterilization things right are like okay so this is their arguments are sterilization right who are you giving puberty blockers to children why the fuck do yeah, you but, care? Well, I mean, that like children. It, it, it's like, well, yeah. I mean, they're arguing. It's like the oh, argument like is that, blah, that blah, it'll blah, make them it'll, it'll make like, them permanently sterilized. Yeah, but it's like it's basically yeah, like really you, you're castrating these kids by giving them puberty blockers. Which no, that's not how that works. You're you're just arguing in bad faith. It doesn't matter. But anyway, I, I don't want to talk the, about the docu documentary in in length because it's not interesting enough to talk about. <laughs> Uh, but I will, is this the documentary, real quick? Is this the one where he like goes to like quote unquote the country of Africa and oh, like yes. asks people, yeah, yes. and then poorly Pretty mistranslates? Extremely stuff. racist. Um, yeah, yeah. Great to see J.K. Rowling like known uh, non-racist lining up. Yeah, like behind these essentialist tropes of Africa. Creator, the creator of Kingsley Shacklebolt and Cho <laughs> Chang. <laughs> Cho Chang. Yeah, like... just the most cringe. Uh, yeah. That's what we yeah. call a rich white woman moment. Um, yes. All right. So, but we are going to talk about some other things Matt Walsh has been doing, specifically how he has increased uh, exterminationist rhetoric into his discussions around trans people. So we're going to open by talking about uh, detransitioners. So the the vast majority of real detransitions, uh, which are very rare like there's very few of them especially considering there's already very few numbers of trans people but yeah, isn't it like the, sub one percent or something yeah it's, it's it's very very few um but the vast majority of people who do make the choice to detransition uh are usually due to experiencing aggressive transphobia um and and the idea of the detransitioner has been inflated and used as a straw man to attack the trans community just by and large, with, with many documented cases of TERFs or far-right activists creating like fake sock puppet accounts, pretending to be detransitioners to write like, horrifying but fictional stories. That, that, that happens a lot. There's a really famous case on Reddit of, of an alleged detransitioner who was found out to just be like an alt-right troll. Um, and this all really sucks, because the people who do detransition because they realize it's just not for them are generally pretty rad people who continue to be very much pro-trans because they do understand the fluid nature of gender and gender expression through this entire process like but and anyways when quote tweeting an alleged detransitioner expressing regret of medical decisions that they made matt walsh said this quote we can't just oppose the transition of children. Yes, that's particularly evil, but it's also evil to do it to anyone of any age. This young woman was 19, a legal adult, when she was mutilated. Does that make it okay? Obviously not. Put it another way, it should be illegal for doctors to do this to anyone of any age. It should be illegal for anyone of any age to transition, period. So... This demonstrates the jump from no one, sh like the, the, the rhetoric of no one should transition until they're an adult 
to no one should be allowed to transition at all. And it came just as quickly as uh, the trans community was telling you it would. This this jump is not a big one. It is very easy to say no no hormones until you're 18 to saying no no hormones at all. Um, and that's that's what we're entering into. Walsh's rhetoric is increasingly exterminationist um, and eliminationist, just saying that like his all of his preferred policies would result in the total prohibition of trans identity and the criminalization of any gender affirming care. Um, these people are fundamentally opposed to having any agency of your own body, whether that's hormones, whether that's abortion, right? Like all of these people get mad just when they see someone with colored hair. Like they they don't like someone's ability to have bodily autonomy. That's their that's one of their core politics. And you see this a lot, especially when it comes to like trans men, because there's this notion that their that their bodies exist in service of cis straight men, right? And anything that gets in the way of that is an attack on cis men in general and all a patriarchal society. It's very, 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 very much like regular misogyny, but with an added bonus of transphobia. Conservative activist Christopher Rufo made a tweet a few days ago with a picture of Elliot Page pre-transition with a caption that says, this is what they took from you, right? It's, it's like this notion that their bodies belong to you, a cis man, and by them cho choosing to change their bodies as they see fit, that's an attack on their body's access to you, Um it's 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 it redoes a whole bunch of misogyny. Does it does a whole bunch of, of really bad transphobia? Um, it's a really gross package, but it 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 hits on a lot of points of like this type of patriarchal conservative brain. And I think this 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 even carries out into like hatred of trans women, as you know, as trans women are seen as predators. So they hate trans women to protect cis women right like you see it's all of this like possession right it's, it's it's this possession of the body of a female so you need to protect it against the creepy trans women right it's like it's it's all of this idea of like owning women's bodies is is, is central to a lot of these ideas of transphobia so we're gonna see a lot more stuff about how it's going to change from no hormones, no transition until you're 18 to no hormones, no transition until you're 25 to no hormones and no transition at all. This past year, we've seen many proposed felony health care bans for trans youth. Um, said bills have passed in multiple states like Alabama, which means that it's going to forcibly detransition teens across the state. In Missouri, there's a similar bill in the works titled the Save Adolescents from Experimentation Act. Um, which currently applies to individuals younger than 18, but Missouri physicians and healthcare providers under the bill would be prevented from recommending gender-affirming care to patients who are under 18. And there has already been discussion in legislative sessions to extend the bill past the age of 18. While debating the bill seeking to restrict access to gender-affirming care, some lawmakers suggested that the medical interventions like hormones be withheld from uh, transgender and non-binary individuals until they're 25 years old. And during a public hearing for the House Bill 2649, uh, a psychologist, Lori Hayes, testified that she believes young adults under the age of 25 are unable to fully comprehend the dramatic and drastic and irreparable, quote-unquote, changes to their bodies that will, they will undergo if they receive gender-affirming medical treatments like puberty blockers and hormone therapies. Also while testifying... Hayes, uh, the psychologist, said that she supported conversion <laughs> therapy. So Great. that's su surprising to nobody. Um, yeah. Or it, it shouldn't be. It also takes those people to the point where they're not necessarily eligible for their parents' health care, right? So, like, I think 26 is the time when you can, when you're yeah. too old, you age out. Yeah, so it's, it's yeah. again, like, it's a backdoor, like, prohibition on transitioning for a lot of people. Yeah. Yes, it's it's just trying to stop it at all. It's you can't you can't take their word for it. They they just yeah they just don't want you around. That's it. Like they want you to to kill yourself. They or they want you just to go away or not be trans. Like that's that's the, that's what they want. It's obviously I'm gonna do a few just. Uh, 
Journal of American Medical Association found that gender-affirming healthcare, inclu- including puberty blockers and hormones between the ages of 13 and 20, was associated with 60% lower odds of moderate or severe depression and 73% lower odds of suicidality. Another study published last year by the Trevor Project found that among transgender non-binary minors, hormone therapy associated with nearly 40% lower odds of recent depression and suicide attempts. So they just want to ban the things that make you more likely to live, right? They, they just don't want you around. That's the actual message. <sighs> so back, back to just kind of, extra- speaking of just not wanting you around, um, the, we're going to do some updates on Protect Texas Kids, uh, the, the extremely, open, extremely transphobic, openly Christian fascist, their, their words not mine, group based in Texas who organized a lot of events to harass either drag shows or harass pride events last month. Uh, its leader, Kelly Niedert, I'm gonna, that's how I'm going to say it, um, tweeted a few weeks ago, quote, let's start rounding up people who participate in pride events. Huh. I, w- I wonder what she means by that. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Mm. I wonder what. I wonder what that means. Surely doesn't mean she just wants to kill all gay people. Oh, oh, it does. Okay. Um, an- an- another tweet from the main Protect Texas Kids account was: Today's protest went well. No children seemed to be in the drag show, but there were a bunch of adults wearing mouse ears and watching the men dressed up as Disney princesses dance around. Totally normal and not weird, right? So, it's obviously not about protecting kids, right? Like, it's, they, that's not the focus. That's not, even, that's not the focus of their tweet. That's not the focus of what they want, right? Protecting kids, quote-unquote, is a cheap excuse to, just to want to hate gay people and want gay people to go away. That's, that's, all, that's all it is. We've been, like, it's, we're kind of retreading the same ground here, but, man, it's, it's so I, it is still frustrating how many people like fall for the bit. It's not it's not not about protecting kids. It's not about saving kids from groomers. You can look at all of the sexual abuse in evangelical churches, Catholic churches, it's Christian summer camps, whatever. It's not it's not about protecting kids. They don't give a single fuck. It's about wanting gay people to go away. Now, both Kelly Niedertz and Protect Texas Kids accounts, which they used to organize their Christian fascist events, both of those got banned in mid-June. Kelly has got banned for saying, let's start rounding up people who participate in Pride events. But this this extends beyond Texas. This extends beyond Twitter.com, right? Obviously, these people were just using Twitter to organize, so it already extended out into the real world. But it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not just Texas either. See, I think it's... Uh, Congressional candidate Mark Burns, who is a, a pro-Trump pastor, was running for South Carolina uh, House District. He called for the execution of LGBTQ and trans people by using uh, grooming rhetoric. And then he laid out exactly how executions could legally be done. So this type of like state enforced genocide. Let's let's play this. Let's play a clip. The LGBT transgender grooming our children's minds is a national security threat because it is ultimately designed to destabilize the republic we call the United States of America. That's why when I'm elected, I don't want to just vote. I want to start holding people accountable for treason to the Constitution. I am going to push to reenact HUAC. HUAC is the House of Un-American Activities Committee. It was a real committee that was formulated back in the 50s and is a a committee that we should reenact that starts holding these people accountable for treason. We need to hold people for treason, start having some public hearings and start executing people who are found guilty for their treasonous acts against the Constitution of the United States of America, just like they did back in 1776. You know what, South Carolina? This is our guy. <laughs> no. So that was an amazing uh, the way he misspoke and called it the House of Un American Activities. It just <laughs> sounds like a fun place. So that's not ideal, is it? Um that kind of yeah, sucks. That seems bad. Yeah, that was really out there. He's uh yeah. he's genocide advocating. It's just it's just more it's mainstream it's trying they're trying to mainstream it the political ability to advocate genocide, right? 
and some of them it's not some of them it's not fully catching on yet right it, it's it, we're on the on ramp to this um the south carolina pastor was defeated by the incumbent uh, representative william timmons in the gop primary for the state's fourth congressional district but pastor mark burns still received 24 percent of the vote so that's still a lot of people that's still a lot of people voting for that and that number i don't think it's going to shrink yeah and like and it's also it's also worth noting that like everyone loses and like it is so unbelievably hard to beat an incumbent in yeah. primary like it just it's yeah so like it, like even even if he was just a normal guy with like regular politics, he would have lost that election. So still, yeah, yeah. So it's not actually a referendum on his popularity, like the popularity of what he's saying. It's twenty four percent of the vote. Yeah, it's worth noting that like even here in Southern California, right, where we're supposedly like very liberal, we had a candidate for sheriff's office who is the de- was a deputy city attorney and was endorsed by the Union Tribune, just openly spewing, like, transphobic groomer stuff at, uh, yeah. at public meetings and getting endorsed by the local newspaper. They rescinded their endorsement later, but it, this isn't just, like, a, a red state thing, if people think that that is that. No, that's, I would say that'd be a lot more common than people who run for sheriff, who generally tend to be uh, more conservative because they're running for sheriff. Um, yeah. True. All right. Well, let's let's have an ad break and then we'll come back to talk about uh, wait, talk about Roe v. Wade and and the attack on future rights including the ability to have same-sex relationships. Oh wow, what a fun time we have today. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumber5Casino.com. High Five Casino. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. Father's Day is coming, a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us. To crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian Cocktail Maker? It's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
All right, we are we are back. So after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade last month, there was an immediate push for anti-gay and anti-trans legal challenges using the same legal logic against the right to privacy based off of the the traditions deeply rooted in our nation's history, quote unquote. So this was like undoubtedly gonna happen, right? We've been we've been proposing that this was a possibility for a while. But it was definitely made worse by Justice Clarence Thomas, friend of the pod, who argued in a concurring opinion that the Supreme Court should, quote, reconsider its past rulings codifying rights such as the right to use contraception, the right to have a same-sex relationship and same-sex marriage, invoking Griswold, Lawrence, and Oberfeld. Three cases having to do with Americans' fundamental right to privacy, due process, and equal protection. Thomas wrote, quote, we have a duty to correct the error regarding these established in those precedents. Which, pretty grim. Pretty grim uh, framing there, because that's a bad sign. Um, and we're already seeing stuff like this in effect, actually. We don't need to wait for the Supreme Court to make rulings. States are already starting to do this exact thing. Uh, in an ongoing Alabama lawsuit that cites Dobbs overturning Roe v. Wade, uh, about medically detransitioning all trans teenagers, there is this uh, deeply threatening turn of phrase, quote, no one adult or child has the right to transitioning treatments not deeply rooted in our nation's history and tradition. Ha! Ha! Interesting how they put adult or child there. Isn't that, isn't that intriguing? Yeah, and it's also fun how the, the deeply rooted in our nation's history thing is now just sort of like... Here, here is the word that you say to let you do fascism. It's like, yep. oh, hey, do you know what is yeah. deeply rooted in, in our in our nation's uh, 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 tradition and history? Shooting congressmen. This is a thing <laughs> that has been done many times. Like, I mean, again, like, like this. It's like, like this is this is the whole like this whole thing. It's just like, it's it's so the, the whole thing is, is it's so incredibly sort of nakedly transparent and cynical. And like this is you know it's it's a standard fascist thing right we're like we're gonna create some sort of mythical past and then we're gonna like resurrect whatever fucking things existed back then it's like oh hey what actually existed back then uh, yeah I don't know people tried to kill the government all the time like they're really they're really playing from like the <sighs> lower keys t traditionalist framework here um they're they're doing all the bits we thought they would do it's not great uh late last month during the end of Pride. Texas Republican Party unveiled its updated official position on LGBTQ issues, defining homosexuality as, quote, an abnormal lifestyle choice, unquote, and also opposing, quote, all efforts to validate transgender identity. The party's new official stance on LGBTQ issues was unveiled during Pride Month, and as advocates fight against a record number of anti-LGBTQ bills introduced in states across the country this year, more than 340 bills, according to the Human Rights Campaign, the nation's largest LGBTQ advocacy group on the legal front, thousands of Republican activists met at the party's biennial convention in Houston in mid-June to agree to the party's platform on a range of issues, including the rejection of the 2020 election results. <laughs> And a call to a repeal the 1965 <laughs> Voting Rights Act. No. <laughs> which was enacted to prevent discrimination against black voters. Ah, this is, I would say this is a mask off moment, but they've never had the mask on in the first yeah, like, place. Yeah, people, people have, like, that's, that's, like, that specific one, that is a thing, like, like, half of the Republican Party's platform has been people suing about the Voting Rights Act exactly. for, like, 50 years. It's not actually mask off. It's just that they're doing it louder than they were doing it before. Yeah. The section titled Homosexuality and Gender Issues um, had the party stating that LGBTQ people should have no legal protection from discrimination and, in fact, suggested intent to ensure people's ability to do hate speech and hate crimes. Part of the 40-page resolution reads, quote, Homosexuality is an abnormal lifestyle choice. We believe there should be no granting of special legal entitlements or creation of special status for homosexual behavior, regardless of state of origin. And we oppose any criminal or civil penalties against those who oppose homosexuality out of faith, conviction, or belief in traditional values. Ha. Hmm. Ouch. I, I, just, I, I, I just want to put it on the record here that like the number of my, a number of my friends who have been attacked like in the last three months is it's a lot. 
And I got I got called yeah. uh, I got I, I got called a faggot for the first time in the streets of Portland a few months ago. Yeah, it's it's great. It's, 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 it's accelerating. It's, it's going, it's, it's, it's going. Um, but yeah, I mean, specifically, I think a lot of the, the, this, the last part of that resolution there about, you know, opposing any civil penalties against those who oppose homosexuality out of faith. I think that's def that's probably definitely a referencing steadfast Baptist church, the church that just opens that openly advocates the genocide of queer people. Uh, which we've talked about in our in our last uh, city of hate episode. Yeah, I, um, I think I think they're also trying to go back to like the whole like cake bullshit thing. Oh yeah, obviously, and, like stuff like that. It's like it's we yeah. honestly we are so past the cake problem now because now they just want to just yeah now they just want to murder kill they, yeah. they they just want to do like mass they just want to do mass genocide like I'm so over cakes like and in the trend of increasing the age barrier of gender-affirming healthcare into adulthood, the Texas Republicans called for the ban of gender-affirming healthcare, including the distribution of puberty blockers or hormone-suppressing therapies, and the uh, and uh, the performance of gender-affirming surgeries to anyone under the age of 21. So that is the new Texas Republican official position, is that these things should be banned uh, for under the age of 21. And that's not a that's not a hard cap. They're going to keep raising that cap as often as they can. And as proof, I will offer up the past 35 minutes of episode. Like everything we've said <laughs> in the past 35 minutes is supporting the opinion that that cap they want it to go up. <sighs> yeah. Near I'm sure the they also simultaneously advocate for like heterosexual relationship age of consent to just to drop. Oh yeah, like 12 yeah. 12 years old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um Freedom. Speaking of speaking of Texas, near the end of June, uh, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, uh, who sent his office home in the celebration of the overturning of Roe v. Wade, said that he will defend Texas's anti-sodomy law if the Supreme Court revisits Lawrence v. Texas. I'm going to play an extremely frustrating clip here. Here's a fun time. I'm sure you read uh, Justice Thomas's concurrence where he said that uh, there were a number of other uh, of these issues, Griswold, uh, Lawrence, and Ogafell, that uh, he felt uh, needs to be uh, looked at again. Uh, obviously, the Lawrence case came from Texas. That was the, what outlawed sodomy. Uh, would you, as Attorney General, be comfortable defending a law that once again outlawed sodomy, that questioned Lawrence again, or Griswold, uh, or gay marriage uh, that came from the state legislature to, to put to the test what Justice Thomas said? Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of issues here, but certainly the Supreme Court has stepped into issues that I don't think there was any constitutional provision dealing with. They were legislative issues, and this is one of those issues, and, and there may be more. So I, it would depend on the issue and depend on what state law it says at the time and what but, was overruled. Just, just for the sake of time here, you wouldn't rule out that if the state legislature passed the exact same law that, that Lawrence overturned on sodomy, uh, you wouldn't have any problem then defending that and taking that case back to the Supreme Court. Yeah, look, my job is to defend state law, and, and I'll continue to do that. That is my job under the Constitution, and, and I'm, I'm certainly would, willing would you support and able to do that. So, first of all, in, in this clip of Ken Paxton, he looks like a zombie. <laughs> he's, he's, I don't know what's going on with his face, but his eye... His eye keeps twitching in a way that looks really uncanny. He looks like he like look at look at this man's face. Look at what is going on. <laughs> That's an unfortunate pause. No, he looks like that in motion too. It's not yeah. an unfortunate pause. He just looks <laughs> There is something going wrong with Ken Paxton. We need to get to the bottom of this. But also all of that stuff about make uh, enforcing laws against uh, sodomy, making gay sex illegal. They they don't want gay people to fuck is what they're actually saying. Um, and if you do, they want to send you to jail. Um, so that's something that Ken Paxton wants wants to do. Um, wrapped in very flowery language about defending the laws on record, that laws that you are enforcing, therefore you're making the laws in effect um ha so one one aspect of this that i want to touch on again before we close out 
in our in our city of hate episodes about the Christian fascists in Dallas attacking drag shows and steadfast Baptist church, uh, and even in some of the stuff that we've gone over in this episode, right? There's a lot of talk about like government approved extermination, um, whether that be like for treason, for un-American acts, executions based off biblical law, rounding up people for degenerate or deviant behavior, arresting doctors for performing gender affirming surgeries. There's, there's a lot of like talk around like the government's ability to legally genocide people. Um, but the other aspect of this is like the vigilante justice angle of people wanting to just do physical violence themselves. And there's a way that these two things can intersect in a really interesting way. I'm going to play one, one last clip here. You know, some teachers okay. pushing sex values on your third grader. Why don't you go in there and thrash the teacher? You talk to an old person's kids about sex in kindergarten, you get beaten up. You should be beaten up, please. If I was a parent and my fifth grade daughter had had to sleep and shower in some kind of cabin at some summer camp that I paid money to send my child to, and there was a man calling himself a woman sleeping in her cabin, my husband would have beat him into the ground. Where are the men actually standing up against these men who think they are women that are trying to compete in these female sports? Shouldn't put up with it anymore. You need to intervene. You need to show up to the sporting event. Like, this is not happening, actually. There is almost nothing that can be done uh, that is uh, that is over the line to stop this. It's disgusting. There was a time in this country of just a little more decency where if someone even voiced the idea of taking your kid to a drag show, they'd be arrested. They are underqualified to have children. They should have their children taken away from them because it's child abuse. So that's a lot of stuff. But... Rant, you know, it, it it fluctuates between talking about people taking this into their own hands in a very like obviously like misogynistic and transphobic way. Of again, it's about like the access to you know protecting access to the feminine body, um, and then a lot of other stuff around you know the government arresting people and such. Right? It's about it's a mix between like doing stuff yourself, you know, in a form of like vigilantism, um, or you know eventually advocating for the for the government's ability to do this now we, we've covered a number of incidents of like uh, uh violence or uh of things that es that were escalating to the point of that right before it stopped um across you know the the dallas area we talked about stuff in boise idaho with patriot front we talked about the proud boys who stormed the library outside of san francisco um i think those are in our in our I think I talked about most of those across a few of the City of Hate episodes. Um, then we have uh, there's, but there is, there is other incidents outside of just those cities. Um, in Atlanta, a youth justice group was forced to cancel their rally in support of trans rights after an organizer received a specific quote vulgar death threat. In Calama, Washington, a school was put on lockdown after an anti-trans student threatened a mass shooting. Uh, following a broad student walkout in support of a trans classmate who had been assaulted. Um, uh, people graffitied pervs work here on an elementary school in Ventura County, California, following a local right-wing paper's story about a third-grade teacher who affirmed a trans student's name and pronouns. In the lead-up to Pride Month, an anti-LGBTQ activist named uh, Ethan Schmidt Crockett vowed to hunt gay people and trans people and their allies at Target stores. Um, following the store's decision to celebrate Pride, he made the same threat a month before. In June, he attended the counter-protest of a pro-gun control March for Our Lives demonstration carrying an AR-15. In Keel, Wisconsin, schools were forced to shut down and go virtual after bomb threats were made in response to the district's investigation of anti-trans harassment by three students. Something I've been thinking about a lot the past few weeks is that even before Roe v. Wade was overturned, multiple states enacted laws for like vigilante bounty hunters to do the work of the state that the state wasn't legally allowed to do yet, like directly, right? And to they were getting just regular people to combat and intimidate providers into not doing abortion procedures. And we're already seeing an increase in fiscal attacks uh, targeting queer people. And I think many more regular people are waiting for the state government's permission to do the same thing. We don't need to wait for the Supreme Court to say gay sex can be made illegal, right? States can already start doing this stuff now, 
and there's already people waiting in the wings, and as soon as they get the go-ahead, they will jump at this opportunity. I'm going to play one final clip that is pretty, pretty grim. I just had a man tell me in public that he can't wait until he's legally able, until he's legally able to hunt me down. <laughs> I just had a man in public. <laughs> he, just, he can't wait until he can legally hunt us down. This is not okay. This is not okay. So that was a queer person who lives in Oklahoma talking about something that uh, happened to them last month. And I try to, when I make these episodes, I try to not just lay out a whole bunch of bad things. Be like, here's a problem. All right. Bye, everybody. Like, because that sucks. But also, I don't know what the solution here is, because this sucks. Um, the California House and Senate just passed Bill uh, uh, SB 107. This bill would provide many protections for families fleeing states like Texas and Alabama. It would protect them from extradition, from out-of-state investigations, and from out-of-state custody judgments based on uh, providing gender-affirming health care. The bill is currently in review by the California Committee on Appropriations, and then it would need to be signed by the governor. If your state doesn't have a trans-sanctuary law on the docket, maybe it's time to ask your representative about that. Um, preferably, maybe when they're like out at dinner or at church. Um, but also, like, even getting to the point where we're making plans to flee to other states, when trans people are forced to make plans to flee out of country, when you're investigating what kind of citizenship you can get based on your ancestral family history, once we're at that point, it's really hard. Like, it's, it's, and in my, in discussions with queer friends the past few, like the past few weeks, we've been having more and more conversations about that more and more plans about when things really do fully break down, where do we go? What do we do? Like, and it sucks because there's so many people who live in states like Oklahoma, like Texas, right? Where that's people's homes. That's where, that's where these queer people are living and they shouldn't be forced to leave. Like they, that, sh that shouldn't happen. And we have great folks like the Elm Fork John Brown Gun Club, which I think are providing a really good example of how queer people can work together to start doing community defense in your own areas uh, to say, no, this is our home too. And we're going to fucking walk around with rifles to defend it if we have to. Um, obviously not everyone mentally is, is able to do that. Right. But there's, there's, there's other ways to get inter to get more connected to your local community to, to strengthen like queer areas inside, you know, states where these things are happening. The other thing I see a lot with queer people that makes me really sad is that fighting the state right fighting these types of big homophobic institutions who want to kill us that's hard and scary we feel so powerless we, we want to feel like we have any agency we want to feel like we have any power at all because there's so many people with power who are hurting us and it's hard to actually fight back against those but we feel powerless so we want to feel like we're able so instead we turn on other people who are within our own communities because it's easier to attack people who are like us. It's it, it's it's easier to 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 do to do that, right? It still gives you a sense of having agency, but they're trying to murder us all. Like personal like disagreements on politics or whatever aside, like it would be really nice if we stop just doing nonsense, fighting with each other, and doing dumb like click drama, dumb discourse. Like they're trying to they're trying to kill us. Can we not? Can we not do that? I know you want to find some way to push back on something so you feel like you have an ability to do anything. And doing it against the police, doing it against your state government, doing it against the Supreme Court, that's much harder, right? It's easier to do it against, you know, a friend of yours or someone who you used to be friends with. That's so much easier. But that's not helping in their attempts to just do genocide. <laughs> So I think making plans to get out of where you are if you have to, making plans 
is necessary sometimes. I've I've thought of this. I've been even me in the Pacific Northwest have had have have had many thoughts about that. It's also very important to start strengthening your relationships with other queer people in your communities and starting to put together ways to work with them um, to make a show of force and say, hey, we're here. We're not going to we're here to stay right now. You can't you can't scare us out right now because there needs to be some way to combat it because these people they're trying to do they're trying to be regressive, right? Like they're we are already at a point that we progressed far enough that they're they are scared of how much progress has happened so they're trying to turn the clock back. Our challenge is to keep the change coming and push back against these people who are trying to hold on to the dead 20th century. Right? The fear of change and the fear of the future is driving their return to the past. We don't need to just run away because we should we should be winning this fight in some ways because we already hold we already hold the ground that they want to take away from us. So yeah, bad stuff is coming, but just because bad things happened in history doesn't mean they need to happen again. Like we, there is ways to intervene to stop this. Um, should you keep your passports renewed? Yes, you obviously should. <laughs> um, but we don't just need to run away because we actually have ground to stand on here. So yeah, and I, I think I think one thing is also important to remember is that the people who got us here were facing way way worse odds than we are. Like, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the people who had to do this. Yeah, and so like. Like the the job that we have is incredibly intimidating. It is also easier than the stuff that has already been done. Right. And we we already we already got to this point facing <laughs> extremely harsh conditions, and we already got there. Um, I don't know. It's just it's always struggling to try to find ways to think about this that gives you a little bit of like, you know, it's just like it's so easy to be a doomer. It's so easy just to say we're all fucked. We all need to move away. That's the simple solution, but. So there's most simple things are also usually incomplete and wrong. So just trying to find other ways to think about this problem. Because we don't need to tell queer people to run away. Um, and you don't need to tell them they, they have to fight either. Um, you know, queer people can make their own decisions and offer their own resources and start operating in a network that helps the survival of all of us in increasingly challenging times. And I should also say, like, non-queer people, like, look, the, the, the defining characteristic of this moment is that there is a sil silent majority that supports queer rights. Yeah. And if if the, 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 the only way that we actually lose this is if is if that majority does nothing. But if that if that majority moves, if the cis people who actually believe in this stuff and if the non-queer people who actually believe that we should have rights and we should be able to live our lives do stuff we will fucking crush these people they will be remembered as a fucking grain of dust in the sand that was crushed by the tide of history and we can do that we can destroy them we can we can we can we can make it for we can make this moment in history a incredibly brief blip where people are like oh hey that was wasn't it weird when homophobia came back for like three years and then it was just gone again that 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 is in our power we just have to do it yep all right well Strengthen community relations. Stop, stop doing nonsense infighting for no good reason because you want to feel powerful. Put that effort into actually fighting the people that are trying to hurt you, or put that effort into making friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that does it for us today. That was my episode on the increase in queer exterminationism. Um, yeah. See you on the other side. It Happened Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com. 
the hottest games right from Vegas, and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, guys? This is Sean. Lights Out Merriment. And Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at lightsoutxf.com. And we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to lightsoutxf.com.